Welcome, welcome to another episode of The Good Sign with me, your host, Donna Simintov. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I am thrilled, honored, excited, really, really happy to be sitting here with my most beautiful, beautiful sister, my beautiful friend, Ora, has joined me for tonight's podcast. Welcome, Ora. Hi, Don. Hi, Hi, everyone. Ora, this is our second time doing a podcast together. Yes, it is. We did one months ago. And it was so much fun. It was fun. And it was so... Like, I didn't think it was going to be that fun. Really? I ate it. I was nervous. You mean you haven't been a guest on many podcasts? That was my first. Get out of here. And you still my You could only. have fooled me. And you're only. First and only. <laughs> and it was, it was fun and it was therapeutic for me. Yeah. Like, you know, the truth is sitting here with you always is our conversations always feel like mini therapy sessions. They do. Anything that we discuss is like very like important and significant and I always walk away feeling like and we dig in right we dig in we get to the we get to the real guts of things right very quickly very very quickly and efficient it's efficient and time savvy (laughs) which is what you got to be today and every time I either hang up on you hang up the phone with you or walk away from a conversation with you I'm always thinking that should have been recorded right so that's why I said you know what let's do another podcast together because I feel like whoever's listening and has has probably similar you know struggles or similar concerns or similar life journey and they could just take something away from it you know hopefully I hope so yeah I think so because I think we talk about real like human the common human thread that we all sort of right of just being of just being part of this crazy beautiful life this life that you partly feel so grateful for um, and you're always like reminding yourself to be grateful and you're so thankful for your blessings and at the same time day in and day out you're finding that there's so many challenges and so many difficult moments that you're always navigating between fighting off anger frustration depression and trying to remember to exhaustion. feel exhaustion <laughs> hunger <laughs> um, and then also always just wanting to be like no stop I should be grateful I should feel blessed I should be happier that's a big one. Right. Feeling like I, you should be happier. Right. We, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be happier. Right. I mean, they wrote it right into the American dream, right? The pursuit of happiness. Right. That was a big mistake. But, and I did speak about this at one of my seminars, the pursuit of, which was brilliant, because they didn't say the acquiring of or the maintaining of. They said the <laughs> pursuit, and the pursuit is the chase, because they understood yeah. that happiness is something you need to run after and grab onto. It's right. not going to come knocking at your door. Oh, very well said. And that's that was their brilliance. Right. And that's it. That that is what it's all about. That's the journey. That's the journey. And then the other brilliant person, that of course, is. that spoke about happiness was Shlomo Hamela, who said, um, you know, who is happy? One who is is satisfied with, with their lot, thought. right? And that's another brilliant person because this is a person that had everything. Right. And more. Right? He had Marba everything. He had everything right. in surplus and he figured out that none of it brought him happiness. And that he figured out that happiness just comes from within. Right. So like this constant need to feel happy and to find happiness, and you always think it's going to be that next big thing that's going to bring it to you, is that true or not? Does the next big thing bring happiness? Maybe. In you some don't instances, know until you get there. In some instances. You but know? the happiness can't... That's the thing. It might bring happiness. Nobody's going to say that getting married doesn't bring happiness or winning the jackpot doesn't bring happiness. Of course these things, these milestones or these good fortunes do. The thing is that the happiness doesn't last. 
Well, that's an interesting thing that I read. Gosh, did I tell you this before? They did a study. They looked at people who won the lottery. Lotto, you know? Millions or billions or whatever they win. Like the mega. And Yeah. And then they looked at people that suffered like a terrible um, a tragedy. Somebody was in an accident and became a quadriplegic, right? They took two groups of people and they uh, studied over time. Turns out that within two years' time, the group that suffered a tragedy were happier than the group that won the lottery. Now that is telling and interesting. Yeah, that's worth thinking about. Well, the first thing that comes to mind when I hear that is that something about going through a challenge brings out something in us that is unattainable otherwise. Meaning, when you go through something difficult, and God forbid, we should never know of such things in the example that you gave, but even day-to-day crises or challenges that we go through, I do believe in my own life, I have seen time and time again that where I wouldn't necessarily choose for that thing to have happened because it is aggravating and upsetting and stressful. But when I look back at it in hindsight, even if it's just hours later, I will discover that I did gain something from it. Like I, I will, I will notice like, oh wow, like I, I'm stronger than I think, you know, or, oh, I'm glad that happened because that happened as a result, you know? So maybe that's what that study was. Maybe it was that, you know, happiness that is coming from winning the lottery. You didn't, you didn't, grow maybe you didn't learn you didn't I think it's yeah you didn't grow exactly but I think it's underlining what you just said moments earlier about Shlomo HaMelech true happiness is just being happy with your lot and of course it takes tremendous growth in in a bad situation to, to be happy and to be happy with your lot when you've lost so much but that is true happiness. To win the lottery and to have a lot of stuff doesn't lend itself to finding true happiness. It just lends itself to having a lot of stuff. Right. So I guess that's probably why so many people walk around unhappy because they're so busy looking for something that they don't have as opposed to staying focused on what they do have. Right? Right. And it's it's harder it's harder to hmm lost my train of thought there it was going to be good i bet it would have but... been <laughs> i you guys listening don't know but i just felt such great vibes just now when she was thinking you have no idea but the point is really is that i think that what what we're what we're making a mistake as a society is and i could speak personally for this is that on a daily basis i get upset at myself when I'm not mm-hmm. feeling like I'm appreciating my life or I'm not feeling like I'm as happy as I should be because I feel like, yeah, I want to be happy, but how do you expect me to be happy when I just got so aggravated, you know, or how am I supposed to be happy when, when money is tight or how am I supposed to be happy when you're dealing with all type of different difficulties, you know what I mean? Right. And then you, and then you end up feeling like regret that you wasted your time being unhappy. It's like this vicious cycle. And you have to figure out how to climb out of the cycle. And you have to figure out how to say to yourself, okay, listen, 
nothing is going to be perfect. If I'm going to wait for things to be perfect, I'll be waiting until I'm blue in the face. Nothing's perfect in life. And so I have to now embrace the imperfections of my life. Right. And we talked about this the other day. Do you remember this conversation on Friday? We were chatting about the fact. Oh, that's what I was just going to tell you. No way. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Okay. I really like when you do that. No problem. My pleasure. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I mean, I was. we were on the phone on Friday, and I was in the middle of making a potato kugel. I had some potatoes in the blender. Yeah, it was I was making something else. Awesome. You were cooking. It was just zhuzhing away. And I was, as I was zhuzhing, I was also having an epiphany because we tend, <laughs> me and Ora tend to do this often. We, we have epiphanies at all sorts of moments because, you know, some people have epiphanies like when they're on the mountaintop looking over at the sunset. Right. But Ora and I have epiphanies as we're throwing the damp load into the dryer. It's a good thing we're not waiting to be on a mountaintop. <laughs> We waited. We would be waiting. I don't even know how We'd long. We'd still be waiting. We'd still be waiting. So the epiphany on Friday was this. I was saying to you that I have made this, created this metaphor for myself that's been helping me, which was life, and it's going to sound trite, but give me, give, me an, give me a moment to explain it. Life is literally a road trip. Right. I compare life to a road trip, okay? The people that you are on the road trip with Okay, well, those are your loved ones that you're going through life with. Mm -hmm. And life is like that road trip, and it's the journey. And you don't really have any specific destination. You're sort of just taking a road trip. Mm -hmm. And there are going to be bumps in the road. Right. And what I said to you was, every time that car hits one of those potholes, it's, it's uncomfortable. Right? right. It, it's uncomfortable. It, it makes you feel car sick. It's, it's not what you wanted. You're trying to avoid them. But at the end of the day, hitting those potholes is part of the road trip because you're not going to have smooth paved roads the entire trip. You're going to hit those potholes. So what I was saying is I'm starting to realize that the fact that you I have... cannot go off-roading without the bumps. Right. You will kick up some dirt. So long as you're feeling those potholes, that means you're still on the journey. And isn't that where you want to be? You want to be on the journey of life. And that road trip entails beautiful sunsets it entails you know great pit stops but it also entails the bumps in the roads it's the whole package right right and God intended for us to learn this in the way he set up the world there's day and there is night they will always follow each other you can rely on it so we don't you know appreciate the day and all that we can accomplish and the Sun on our face and then be shocked when suddenly it's night and it's dark and it's cold. We don't be shocked. We just know we can rely on that and we know that the sun will rise again. We know the tide will come in. We know the tide will go out. We know that summer and spring and fall and winter will follow each other. We don't get shocked when suddenly it's cold. We know it will. If we learn what we have to do in each of these times, we can appreciate the whole thing together. Right. And so that when we do encounter something stressful, so let's say you wake up in the morning, you have this intention to have a great day, and then all of a sudden that phone call comes in from your kid's school with aggravation right. or or whatever. I mean, I can give millions of examples, right? Or you have a dispute. Not your kid's school. <laughs> not my honor. something some people oh, deal with. Oh, right. Let's not be coy. <laughs> okay. Or like you have a spat with your spouse. Of course not your spouse, Ora. Right. Someone, hypothetically, who doesn't have your spouse might have a spat. Okay? Any aggravation that you may encounter, what, what we're suggesting is 
rather than allowing it to knock you off your feet and knock the wind out of you and be shocked by that bump in the road, by that pothole, what about just saying, okay, here we go. This is part of my day. This is part of my journey. This too shall pass. And let me try to glean from it what it is. Why is this happening? You know, how can I rise to the occasion? How could I make this more pleasant for my loved ones? How could I handle this in a way that doesn't, you know, destroy me? And and just sort of go with the flow rather than allowing it to, you know, like affect you so negatively. Right. Right. You know, and then I can't something else that struck me was that I had this experience this week where suddenly something that I had I had over the years not been pleased with in my relationship with somebody and it it cropped up again and again and again and it was it was an aggravation that I I consistently found upsetting and then this week I encountered the situation and it was completely different. All of a sudden, that person handled themselves in a 180 degree turn. And I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked. So, you know, just to say to anyone out there who thinks that things don't change or people don't change or relationships don't change, they do. But you got to hang in there. But in everything else that was going on that day, that week in life, it did not really settle on me the way it should. I did not like make a party. I did not feel myself being overjoyed. And like, I should have been bringing a car bun. Like that's when I sat down to think about it. I was thinking if I were writing this story in another time, like I would be I would be bringing carbon. Like, here's something that upset me for years, annoyed me. It was, it was gone, just like that. One day, completely gone. And what I had hoped for, wished for, prayed for, there it was. And all these years, I thought that would make me so happy. And that's human nature. That is when I realized that's human nature to not appreciate the removal of of, of, of difficulty of the, yeah. yeah oh my gosh i know exactly what you mean and what what's you just coming sort of took, uh, no so what's coming to mind like right. oh it's gone oh right moving right so along. when we when we have something that's so difficult in our life it's all we can think about it's all we pray for it's all that stresses us out it's it's the source of our aggravation it takes away from our happiness it depletes us of our of our energy and yet, when it's no longer there, when maybe that illness has been healed or the person has grown and the problem no longer exists or suddenly maybe the money su- is in the bank or suddenly the relationship is on the mend, right? Suddenly your teenager doesn't yell at you. Yeah, suddenly your teenager has evolved into a respectful, you know, angel, whatever it is. Rather than being like, oh, now I'm internally grateful. I feel so blessed. Thank you, God, for answering me. No, instead we're like, okay, on to the next aggravation. What else can I now focus on that's not perfect in my life? Right? Right. That's what we tend to do. Right. It's like the 
the remaining stressors just sort of spread out and cover up that little empty spot. That's a very good way of explaining it. It's like when you spill something and it just takes up all this, the liquid takes up all the space that it can. That's what happens to our aggravations. They, instead of just closing down and saying, okay, you know what? I'm so grateful that this one thing is no longer a prevalent issue in my life. Instead, we allow the liquid to spread and we're like, okay, now let me move on to my other aggravations and gripes. And that's so... I not still a, carry that same exact load of, of stress or aggravation or worry. I love, I, I, I love this so much. I feel like right now this is an epiphany and we have to just discuss it for a minute. So like the idea is that if, if God answers one of our prayers, right? If something that we've been hoping for, whatever it is, it, it doesn't matter what it is because to everyone that's something different. But if, if that happens and something remarkable happens, let's show appreciation. Let's acknowledge it in a really big, big way. Just like we're not shy to, to acknowledge our complaints and we'll complain and kvetch and complain and kvetch. And whether we do it publicly or privately or, 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 or secretly in the shower when we're crying or when we're doing it when we're davening or we're complaining to our friends. But we're not, we're not ashamed. We're always, we're always complaining. That's, that's, our, that's our nature, right? We see it in the Torah all the time. But Israel is always complaining. Even after God takes them out of Egypt, what's the first thing they do is complain, right? right. It's, it's who we are. And not just Jewish people. It's who human, humanity. We are, we are a group of complainers. <laughs> Maybe the epiphany here is let's use as much, if not equal to, at least as much energy praising and acknowledging and, and being appreciative when things do shift for the positive. Right. I think I have to think about it like something that, right, if it's something that I, that I, that I pined after, so let me, let me compare that now to something I really wanted. Maybe it was, you know, some new clothing or jewelry or piece of furniture or something that when I get it, Right? I will keep going into that room and looking at that new chandelier. I will keep putting on those shoes and looking at them in the mirror. I will keep pulling down my, my visor to check out my new wig because mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. It's pretty and I want to look at it. That's, that's what we need to, that's what I needed to do with that moment. I needed to hold it up. I needed to visualize it, encapsulate it as something beautiful to be appreciated you know so do you or I know you know this but some of the listeners if not most don't know this that this past summer my daughter my daughter had this injury with her finger right and it was thank god all's well that ends well but it was such a random thing where one minute everything was fine and the next minute she had you know cut her finger to such an extent that she needed surgery and you could imagine that going through that was was traumatizing and 100%. I can actually imagine it very well. You can because you went through something similar. We had a similar had a very, situation. Yeah, you did. And so what I want to point out, though, is that when it happened and I was so immersed in the, you know, sadness and worry and all the feelings that come with your child, you know, being injured. Mm-hmm. And all I could think about was, like, please let everything be okay. Like, and please, God, let everything heal right and, and just let her have use of her finger and it, let it just heal in a way that is 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 appealing to her and like just all the things you know and that's all I could think about and then you can't stop thinking right like let my beautiful perfect child still be beautiful and perfect yes I got her beautiful and perfect and whole 
let her stay that way. Yeah, so when, thank God, everything did work out, and, 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 and like, it took months till we even knew with completion that everything was, you know, because you have to give it time and it has to heal and whatever it may be, so months of hoping, months of praying, months of, of only thinking about that. And then, just like that, everything was fine. And, and, and prayers, massive prayers had been answered. And there are times, and this was only this past summer, okay? This wasn't like, you know, a year ago or 10 years ago. Now there are times where I completely forgot that ever even happened. And every now and then she'll come over to me and she'll be like, mommy, look. And she'll just show me her hand because of course there's a scar. And whenever she does that, I take her hand and I say, I hope you're going to take this the right way, but I'm so grateful that you have that scar. Because every time you show it to me, it reminds me of how lucky we are. I'm so grateful for that scar. Like, like that's the reminder. That's it. Like, that's what I need to be like, oh, right. Like, here I am being aggravated about something else because I've moved on, like we do, to my next aggravation, when there was a time where none of these aggravations held a candle to what was, what was so important. So... I think that what you're describing over when you said, you know, we should just like look at that chandelier or pull out that diamond necklace. It's really the scars of life. It's look at your scars of life. Maybe there's a physical scar, but sometimes, sometimes, you know, hurtful times don't leave physical scars. They just leave invisible scars in our heart or in our mind. But when we've overcome, we have to look back at those invisible scars and we have to show gratitude to God because it's so easy when they're invisible or when they're no longer prevalent to just forget. And that's so not okay. Right. I guess that that's the reminder that he heals us, gets us through things, and uh, we overcome, we grow, we move beyond. We live another day for another challenge. And I heard something great recently. I don't want you to remember this. Okay. He said, don't wish for less challenges wish for more skills wish for more strength wish for you know more more perseverance to yes. handle the challenges more of whatever you need to win yeah but don't wish the challenge away exactly don't wish away your challenges listeners out there whoever you are, wherever you are, whenever you're tuning in, whatever you're dealing with and experiencing it, experiencing and, and, and you're wondering like, you know, when will this end or like, why me? Stop wishing away your challenge. Your challenge, and I really do believe this, I'm not just preaching it, I really believe it. Your challenge is designed specifically for you, for your soul. And while it's not always easy to see, and while we may not choose to be in that position that we're in, if we could step back and recognize that the challenge that we were that we're in is not for us to, you know, shy away from. We have to figure out how to like really just rise to the occasion and grow and learn and, and understand something deeper about ourselves. Because then the challenge is no longer a negative, it becomes a positive. Right. And I think that's coming back to our original point, I think that's what happiness is. 
when Shlomo HaMelech says, be happy with what you have, what does that actually mean? Because what you have might be a challenge. Yes. Even be happy in wow. the challenge. Even be happy in the challenge. Be happy in the good and be happy in the challenge. Be happy in whatever moment you find yourself in. That's happiness. Don't wait for the challenge to end to be happy because there will be a new challenge. Just as you said before, over the sun rises and the sun sets. Purim comes and then Pesach comes. Be happy, ladies. And It's amazing how we're talking about happiness and we're not even realizing that we're in the month of Adar, which is all about this idea of bring happiness into your life and you will be met with happiness. That's right. Oh, there's a lot there. There's, oh, there's so much. It's like, what is that, oh? We're hearing some, some kind of creepy, cool sounds. Um, Don, I really loved sitting here with you tonight. Thank you so much for having me again. All right. I cannot even begin to tell you. Like, I love sitting here with you and talking because to me, I forget we're even doing the podcast, and it really feels like a therapy session. And I think that anybody listening has so much to gain, so much insight. Ah, and I hope so. No, you really. know what? I think that... I think Hashem was with us. He put words in our mouth like I knew he would because it's Adar and it's an auspicious time to be speaking to everyone about how to find happiness and how to appreciate the happiness that really is hiding in our lives. And I hope that if anyone listening has any feedback about tonight's episode or any additional comments, questions, anything at all, or just wants to check out my Instagram page and get inspirational on a daily basis, please do so at Donna Simintov because almost almost every day I'm either posting something live that's inspirational. She is posting every day. Or it's really... Uh, just coming up with some kind of inspirational tidbit. It's so a I great think place should, to go. Yeah. Follow her. Check it out. And also... She's going to be emceeing an incredible That's event right. I am that going I don't to know be, if you know about. Okay, I'm going to be moderating the Total Revolution on March 22nd. The Total Revolution, ladies. And you guys got to get tickets. It is going to be incredible. I'm, I'm so excited just to be a part of something where hundreds of Jewish women are coming together from all across the world. Incredible women. And so many amazing stories. As we all are. As we all are. And I'm just so honored and proud to be a part of it. So... You could also find additional information for that on um, on Instagram or on Facebook. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Ora, I love you. I thank you for being a part I love of it. You. And I wish all of our listeners an amazing week. Until next time, to try your best to enjoy your road trip of life, potholes and all. Happy Purim. Till next time, this is Donna Simintov here at The Good Sign. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>